Can self-sabotaging behavior be grief in disguise? Hello, I'm Izzy, and welcome to this week's thought-provoking question. When asked how grief is expressed, many would probably say sadness, depression, sorrow, or misery. And yes, all those are true. Yet, what if sarcasm, judgment, cynicism, and jealousy could also be grief in disguise? No one can argue that this past year has been like no other. For many, lives have drastically changed. Some may claim for the better, and many others are struggling to simply keep their heads above water. It has all been change, nonetheless. A simple trip to the grocery store can feel so cumbersome. Going to the bank, dentist, and hairstylist has forever changed. Some things that used to take some effort now take twice as much often leaving me feeling irritable and snarky. And if I think going to the market is frustrating, I can't imagine the effort and complexity of raising a school-aged child while holding down a job now, and many from home, or what it must be like to be an educator or healthcare worker. Heck, let's face it, there are very few occupations that are not affected by this pandemic, impacting almost every corner of our lives. And as much as we all have tried to stay optimistic and hopeful that we'll get through this together, the uncertainty is exhausting and unbearable at times. And then there is the physical loss of life, health, careers, and relationships, both because of the pandemic and other life circumstances. What if grief is what so many of us are currently experiencing and perhaps don't recognize it as such. If we looked up the definition of grief, it would say grief is the response to loss, particularly to the loss of someone or some living thing that has died, to which a bond or affection was formed. Hmm, loss of someone or something to which a bond is formed? What about the loss of freedom, predictability, safety and security? And how about human connection or a sense of purpose and our passions? In essence, any loss that brings us heartbreak, I would say can contribute to feeling grief. Grief expert Dr. Joan Rosenberg teaches us that although grief is the emotional response to loss, grief also has physical, cognitive, behavioral, social, cultural, spiritual, and philosophical dimensions. While the terms are often used interchangeably, bereavement refers to the state of loss, while grief is the reaction to the loss. And unacknowledged or unaddressed grief can manifest in ways that challenge our overall well-being. The thing about grief is that it doesn't have to just be about current loss but it can be long-standing and accumulative, buried deep inside, waiting for that next right trigger to awaken the pain. Well, as humans, we're, we're terrific at burying these things, especially painful experiences. And if past grief was never processed, the new pain and heartache can feel overwhelming and insurmountable. For example, a recent client shared how uncomfortable this pandemic has left him feeling. 
The unpredictability, stress, and isolation have left him feeling very vulnerable. It reminded him of the challenges he felt during the 2009 financial crisis when he lost his job. And when we dug a little deeper, these same feelings were very prevalent when at the age of 12, his dad died unexpectedly. Speaking these words out loud just made him weak in ways he had never given himself permission to. It was a very tender moment, a perfect opportunity to practice radical self-love and compassion. So how do you know if you or someone you know may be struggling with grief? Here are some easy to spot physical signs. If you cry easily, lack focus or energy, a strong need to isolate or withdraw, overworking, oversleeping, eating, drinking, or seeking a substance to help numb the pain. Experts have also discovered that the hoarding disorder, well, it can also be a symptom of unresolved grief. Dr. Rosenberg also shares something I find fascinating. It is that grief can also be disguised as the following, leftover anger, hostility, bitterness, negativity, blame, regret, cynicism, resentment, grudges, sarcasm, judgment, self-hate, jealousy, and long-standing hurt. Isn't this interesting? I personally found this to be very helpful. These feelings or emotions that I've been experiencing lately are grief? Of course, the current circumstances have undoubtedly been a loss and grief is what I'm feeling. This awareness has helped me to transform the discomfort into compassion, which feels so much kinder and gentler than the bitterness or blame and hate. This awareness has also helped me to understand and offer compassion with a lot more patience to others who are clearly struggling as well. So you might ask, how does one process or deal with grief? I can share that it's not a job for the mind alone. In fact, the real work is in the heart. Give yourself permission to have a good cry and take some deep breaths in between blowing your nose. Find a trusted person to share your pain but be sure to ask them to just listen. They don't have to say or fix you. Seek an expert or take a grief workshop. Spend time reflecting on your losses, either in nature or on paper by journaling your thoughts, feelings, and memories. I found the following journaling questions by Dr. Rosenberg to be very helpful. I like starting off with sweetheart. What have you got but didn't deserve? What did you deserve but didn't get? What never was? What is not now? What will never be? Acknowledging your loss and allowing yourself to grieve can be the kindest, most loving thing you can do for yourself.
is a wonderful way to build resilience, confidence, and courage, especially in these unpredictable times. A time when we can all use the strength we can muster in order to persevere. Love and light, my friends. Thank you.